Welcome to Living Inside Out Today with host Joy Ross. Joy and her guests will help you learn how to think inside out so you can begin experiencing the God-given birthrights of joy, fulfillment, and freedom. Learn micro steps you can take today for macro results. It's time to dissect your everyday way of thinking. Now, here is your host, Joy Ross. Good day, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world, and welcome to Living Inside Out today. I'm your host, Joy Ross, and I want to invite you to just settle in, relax, and if you can, grab a pen and paper. I want to welcome our first-time listeners. Let us know if you're listening for the first time, and if you've listened before, welcome back. And you know that on this show, we are all about positivity, encouragement, and having real conversations about overcoming hurdles and challenges in life and experiencing personal transformation from the inside out. This show is very close to my heart because I spent many years of having a doing and performance based mindset and reaching outside of myself to acquire and attain external achievements because I thought as society often leads us to believe that achieving external success would result in happiness and fulfillment, whether it was educational attainment, business ownership, surpassing financial targets, But what I found and what I learned and what I received deep revelation on is this. All of these things that we desire are completely possible. But everything that we want to manifest on the outside, if we want those things to last over time, and if we want to be truly happy and fulfilled when we get those things, that's directly linked to what's happening on the inside of us. You see, the key to external change is internal transformation. It took me many years on the planet to start understanding this, and I'm still learning. But here's what I know for sure. Inside-out transformation is indeed possible for all of us. It's a step-by-step journey taken one day at a time. You can learn more about my personal story in my books, on my website, or on social media. In my international bestseller, How to Break the Cycle of Temptation, Addiction, and Guilt from the Inside Out, I share my personal journey from reaching outside of myself to fulfill an emptiness that I had on the inside and finding myself addicted to so many things, but then being transformed and set free. In my newly released book, The Truth About Trust, The Key to Thriving in Any Relationship, I share my journey from experiencing disappointment, heartbreak, and disillusionment in relationships to my revelation of trust as spiritual currency. Wow, that totally transformed my perspective on human relationships. If you want to begin thriving in your relationships, perhaps that book is for you. Both of those books are on my website at joyross.com slash products. You'll find free resources there as well. But I'm not sharing about these books to promote myself or to hold myself up and say, hey, look at me. No, not at all. My hope is that my pain, my challenges, the lessons I learned and the steps I took to overcome and get to the other side will be helpful to other people. But hey, enough about me on this show You'll hear other people's experiences. You'll hear from people who are respected leaders in their fields, people who are devoting their lives in some way, shape or form to help and serve others. 
all of the guests on this show have personal stories of being transformed from the inside out. And guess what? If it can happen for me, if it can happen for them, it can happen for you too. So, hey, no topic is off limits. If it's rooted in love, encouragement, enlightenment, positivity, we are all about that on this show. We're here to give you a break from all the negativity, from all the hatred, the divisiveness that's prevalent in society today, all the things that produce stress and anxiety. We want you to breathe and relax. And we're here to talk about how to fulfill your dreams, how you can experience joy, freedom, abundance, how to be a more effective leader, how to be a more effective business owner or parent, or hey, just simply how to show up in life as the best version of you. And on a more basic level, if you're listening right now and you're like, yeah, that sounds good, but I'm just trying to figure out how to get through today, then hey, we got something for you because the truth is sometimes we all just need a little encouragement. Sometimes it's just a matter of a simple step that we can take to move forward right now today. So I want to hear from you. If there's a burning question you have or a topic that you want to hear more about, email us at livinginsideouttoday at gmail.com. Who knows? We may do a show on that topic or answer your question on the air. So with that, can I just say I'm super excited and fangirling out to announce my guest. My guest today is stellar award-winning gospel artist and radio host, Dr. Lonnie Hunter. Uh, Lonnie is founder of Lonnie Hunter and Structure. He is the host of the wildly popular Lonnie Hunter Morning Show, syndicated on the Reach Gospel Radio Networks and the Lonnie Hunter TV talk show on the Rama Television Network. Dr. Hunter has been tapped as performing host of the McDonald's Gospel Tour for seven years and running. He's the minister of music, father of three, grandfather of three, and CEO of Hunter Communication Group. Lonnie is known musically for hits like Let's Dance, Forever I Will, and the ever-popular Days of Elijah, and more. Lonnie is that artist who is always producing a signature style and a sound that transfers seamlessly from choir to praise team, from Sunday morning to concert. He spent over 20 years as minister of music for a mega church in Chicago, then moved on to serve for 18 years as pastor of worship for Bethany Baptist Church of New Jersey. And now he is literally in process as we speak today of moving to Northern California to be pastor of worship for Mount Calvary Baptist Church. Lonnie, welcome. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing? Doing great. I'm doing great today. A lot going on, a lot of moving parts, but I'm glad to be here with you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you for being here. I know you have a lot of moving parts going on, and so I'm sure that's uh, somewhat challenging, right? Yeah, because all of my clothes are packed, so the best <laughs> it's the best I can do. <laughs> well, you look fantastic. Um, but speaking of challenges, I like to start the show because I think one of the great equalizers 
um, for humans, right? Regardless of your economic status or your position in life, race, zip code, whatever, is the fact that we all face challenges and obstacles. So tell us, Lonnie, what's one challenge or obstacle that you had to overcome just to show up today or maybe one challenge or obstacle that you faced this week? Uh, this whole, any challenge for me this week has been about this move. Yeah, mm-hmm. because I live in Jersey now, so it's all the way to California. It's a coast to coast move. It's not pack yourself up and then, you know, get a truck and move it. You have to get shipping. You have to ship your car. You know, it's a lot of uh, things that normal people, when they're moving, don't have to consider. Um, so it's been it's been a lot. But it has yeah. been working out very well. Uh, thank God that the person that, you know, bought the house, bought the furniture. Awesome. So, yeah, I didn't have to worry about shipping all of that. And I was able to give away a lot of stuff to a lot of people and be a blessing to other people uh, with stuff that um, I was not taking with me. And, you know, one thing I noticed, Joy, is that we hold on to so many things that could be such mm. huge blessings to other people that we don't mm. even remember that we have. You know what I'm saying? So when you're cleaning out your closet or you're cleaning out your office and you see things that uh, you haven't even opened yet that you could give to somebody else that could be a huge blessing to them and you're not even paying any attention to it. It was just big of me to know, not big of me, but it was big of me to realize that when you release, you relate and you open up the floodgates for new things to come in because when you when you don't have room for it, even in a full closet, you will stop going to get anything else because you think your closet is full. But half of that stuff you don't even fit anymore or some of it is even out of style. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you could give it to somebody that could make um, make their day and really be able to use it. Yeah. Oh, Lonnie, that's so deep. OK, because <laughs> as you were talking, it's like, oh, no, you're not ministering to us because the deeper message that I heard so I'm just going to say what I what I got out of that so the listeners can really see it the way that I saw it is it's bigger than our stuff. Yeah. So when you say release and relate and you can be a blessing to others, I see that that's really symbolic mm-hmm. of life. Right. Because sometimes we're holding on to stuff in our life that we need to let go of and we're wanting to get to that next level or have that next thing show up. And it's like, God wants to give us all that, those next things, but we have to sometimes release the baggage that we're carrying to make room, right? The key is the relate part. Mm. Only because a lot of things that you hold on to, be it spiritually or, or, um, monetarily or, you know, just stuff doesn't relate to the life you live now. It related when you bought it. It related when you accumulated it. But now that God has shifted you, you've grown in him. That's why you haven't noticed this stuff in your house that should have been gone a long time ago because it doesn't relate to the life you live right now. So you never go looking for it until you start digging and, mm. you know, just kind of outpouring to other people that you see, I would never even use that now because I don't even live that life anymore. So look at what relates to where you are right now. And that will give you a clean view of what you need to release. Oh, 
And we could apply that like in life, right? Absolutely. As Absolutely. Do some internal looking to say, what am I holding on to now? Where am I going? Yeah. And what's not in alignment with where I'm headed? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because a lot of times we make shifts and, and don't even realize it's just like when your child lives with you and they see somebody the next year that they saw last year and that person notices all the growth. But because mm-hmm. you see them every day, you don't see the growth like somebody who doesn't see them as often. So mm-hmm. when you're re- when your life is changing, it's so subtle sometimes that you end up in the change, but still holding on to what you were because you didn't really you didn't really see the change because you didn't see yourself the next year or you hadn't seen yourself in two years like other people looking at you. It's just yeah. a gradual change that now this is who you are, but you didn't get rid of that. Mm. Ooh, okay. So come on now. We're just going to flow because I like this. Uh, I like where we are with this. And so how how do we start that like internally? Like how how... How do you do that? Because you're speaking and sounding like a person who lives what you're saying. So like, how do we, if I'm trying to get somewhere in life, you know, I'm trying to pursue another goal or just trying to move forward. What's like one or two simple things that I can do to say, wait a minute, let me make sure I'm not holding on to old stuff. What does that look like? Uh, it has to make sure you have to make sure that it looks like where you're going and it doesn't take on the vision or the look of where you've been. A lot of people, when they try to do forward motion, the amount of forward motion that they can achieve has everything to do with what their past has told them they were or what their past has um, allowed them to believe that their self-esteem can be. Forward motion is all about the unknown. You know where you are, you know where you wanna go, and none of that has anything to do with where you've been because if you let it depend on where you've been, the old you will stop you from making the steps that you need to take because the old you don't does not believe in who you are now. <sighs> that person does not believe that you can be what you see. That person, that the old you only sees the 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 realm that they live in. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like running into somebody you haven't seen in 15 years, and they remind you of who you used to be. Well, I don't know that person anymore. You know, they don't. Yeah, I don't even know who that is. But I do remember doing that. But in order for me to get away from that, I had to release that. Yeah. And now you're somebody else. So that's what why forward motion is this way and not that way. Okay. So I'm breathing deeply right now because that's deep. Like, because that requires, that requires courage, right? That requires like faith. Absolutely. Because going into what we don't know, right? right? We don't know what that is. We only know where we've been. So that's a whole faith journey that's scary right and that's why the the instruction for the vision is not intricate it's Mm. write the vision and make it plain Mm. not write the vision and figure out everything in between and you know 
uh, psych yourself out like I'll never get this done because I'm writing too much. God says, write the vision and make it plain. And then he'll do all of the other stuff in between on how, what doors need to be open, what opportunities need to be given you, all of that shall men give unto you. You know what I'm saying? But when you write that vision, if you make it too intricate, you end up going too many different places at once. Make it plain and just do that thing. Yeah, I love it. And then make it plain that that to me connects with simple steps. Absolutely. Don't think 10 steps ahead. Just focus on what's the next step. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Next step is everything. That's why, like on my show, I do a get it done mindset of the day. But mm-hmm. only on Mondays is just write out what you want to have accomplished by Friday. Mm-hmm. I want to be a business owner. Today, I'm not thinking about the business. Today, I'm thinking about what it takes to file for an LLC. You know, yes. so every week it's bite-sized chunks. And before you know it, the the fruition is in your lot, your sight lot, as yeah. opposed to being this big you know, dream, this big pipe dream, you're standing at the doorstep of what you've asked God for and what he's already told you you can have. Love it. So uh, I love where we're where we're at, because we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back on the other side of break, we're going to pick up this conversation and do a little deep dive on mindset and how we actually walk this thing out. Don't go anywhere. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you are wondering why you can't seem to attain that feeling of joy, fulfillment, and freedom in your life, then you need to listen to Living Inside Out today. Your host, Joy Ross, will help guide you away from the outside-in way of thinking you've been taught to live. Joy and her expert guests will dispel myths and expose the beliefs that subconsciously hold us hostage, preventing us from experiencing true joy, fulfillment, abundance, and freedom. Living Inside Out today, Thursdays at 9 a.m. on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Living Inside Out Today with Joy Ross. Have a question for Joy or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now back to the show. Here again is Joy Ross. And we are back from break. Um, Welcome back. So we are here with the awesomely gifted Dr. Lonnie Hunter. 
Uh, so Lonnie, before we went to break, you were dropping some gold um, and some some wisdom on us about the importance of letting go of things to a be a blessing to others and letting go of things to make sure that we're not carrying things from our past sure. into our new where we're going in life. Right. Sure. So you mentioned that you talk on your show about. Well, you have a phrase that you use on your show, get it done mindset, right? Um, What is a get it done mindset and what role has that played in your life? Uh, It might have been four years ago. I was uh, doing a concert for New Year's Eve service. And as I was backstage, I kept hearing people talk about uh, New Year's resolutions and what they wanted to do and accomplish and all of that. And when I walked out on stage, uh, God just quickened me and he said, tell the people to get it done. Don't not. And I was like, well, that doesn't fit what I want to tell these people. He's not, not, I'm not talking about these people. I'm talking about the people. Tell the people to get it done. You can start here, but it needs to go further than this building. And whatever your it is, that's what you need to get done. Stop talking about it as a resolution. Stop talking about it as a dream. Stop talking about it as something for the future and talk about it as if it's something you're working on right now. So the get in that phrase is easy. That is you writing down what you want to have accomplished. The done in the phrase is easy. That's living in the fruition of what it is you wanted to accomplish. The it, the shortest word in the whole phrase is the most powerful word that people cannot seem to make happen because that's the one that requires the work. I can dream and I can see it happening, but this bridge of my it and doing it to get me there is where we fall short. So we'll let people psych us out and thinking we're not good enough, we're not pretty enough, we're not strong enough, we're not this enough, we're not smart enough, And that will affect your it so that you stop going after what it is, you know, God has promised you based on what everybody else has caused you to believe. And if you don't do the work in the it phase, the done will never happen. The done cannot happen without the it. So get it done. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. And so he just dropped that on you as you were about to go out. On stage. He did. And I and when I said he said the people, that that's how the radio show began to talk about it as a as a mantra. That's mm-hmm. how the, the next C D that I put out was called Get It Done. You know, everything just began to adopt that that language so mm-hmm. that I could use it as a, a as a catalyst to talk to more people about this phrase as opposed to yeah. just that one night service four years ago. Yeah. Wow, that's powerful. So how have you had to navigate your thought life and mindset in your personal journey of transformation? And how is that different now from years ago when you first started to go down this path of being aware of the get it done aspect of living? Mm-hmm. You know, you, you hear the old adage all the time, practice what you preach. Mm-hmm. And if you preach anything, it will make you practice it 
because you have spoken it. Mm. So day after day, I am always encouraging other people to do this on Monday, this on Tuesday, this on Wednesday. While it sounds like I'm encouraging them, I am also talking to myself. Sometimes mm-hmm. even when I don't even want to hear what I have to say, you know what I'm saying? It puts me in a place to where, oh, I don't feel like it. Even when you get up in the morning, I don't feel like it. But you just told them the best mm-hmm. time to get there or the best way to get there is to get up and go there. Mm-hmm. So I get up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things that this thing has really, really affected my life because I'm saying it so often. And that that you say, that that you feed your spirit, man, that that you feed your mindset is what you start, you know, uh, doing mm. you know, and obeying. Uh, so it has really shifted, you know, kind of the opportunities that I see now that I didn't see before, uh, yeah. the opportunities that I go after that I never would have gone after. Mm. It has had a lot of um, life changing uh, ramifications. Mm-hmm. So as you were talking, what came to mind was a scripture and don't I think it's in Proverbs three, but don't quote me on that. Um, Proverbs 27, maybe. But there's a verse in Proverbs that says, as a man thinks within, so is he. So, is he. so as you were talking, it's like, oh, I see. So you're a living what you're talking about is being a living example of that verse, yeah. because as you began to think you began to live it. Yeah. And you become. Wow. And you become. Think think about that dress you had, Joy, when you were eight years old that you loved. This Mm. was my favorite dress. And now think about the Joy who has learned and lived and become and grown. As favorite as that dress might have been, you can't fit it anymore. Mm. It won't look the same on you as it did when it was your favorite dress. That's mm. because it doesn't fit the body that has become. Mm. So the longer we hold on to what we used to love, the more we pull ourselves down as an anchor because that that we love doesn't fit who we are anymore. We look crazy mm. wearing it now. Yeah, I look crazy sure. wearing this depression. I look crazy wearing this confusion right now. I look crazy wearing this thing of everybody. I know I want everybody to like me. I look crazy thinking I'm worried about what people might think of me. While that fit the old me, it doesn't fit mm. me now. So I look crazy, you know, second guessing myself because of what you might say. Yeah. I love that. And I know I would look crazy in that little uh, blue and blue and red dress with the ladybugs on it because I can see it when you took you said when you were eight. I'm like, oh, yeah, that dress. I would look like a fool trying to fit into that dress, which, by the way, for our listeners, um, Lonnie and I actually did know each other, I think, when I was eight. Right. When we were eight. So we knew each other in grade school. And it's amazing when we were five, he says. Yeah. So. It's amazing um, because you're absolutely right. We knew each other then, but I'm certainly not that person. And you are certainly not that person. And it's just amazing to see the evolution and the transformation. Um, Because we went through, we were in kindergarten together. And Mm. then I didn't see you anymore. And then we were in high school together. Mm. And then we were apart. Mm. So those those growth 
pieces that I'm talking about become evident when you come back together after so many years or seeing you in a different phase of your life. So the, the person I knew with the pigtails at five is definitely not who I knew in high school, who is definitely yeah. not who I know now. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. That's so, so good. So how do you how do you come up with these? You do these get it done mindset of the days on your show, which I love your show. Listeners, if you have not checked out Lonnie's show and Reach Gospel Radio, I strongly encourage you to do that in the mornings. Um, it's six to ten central. What is that? Five to six to ten five. Eastern. Five six to, to ten nine. Eastern. Yeah. Okay, so you're always dropping these get it done mindsets. And I listen to your show sometimes and I'm just like, wow, where do you get that wisdom? Do you just like wake up and get these downloads? Sometimes, sometimes. Um, the, the, this thing called uh, Instagram, where you can follow motivational thoughts and all that kind of stuff. Some of it comes mm. from there. A mm. lot of it comes from watching the news. When uh, mm. people talk about the things that they've gone through, uh, and I would always ask myself, what would I tell them if I could get on the phone and call them right now to get them through this tragedy? Mm. And a lot of times the mindsets will come from there. Uh, but they come from all mm. over. I could be watching a sitcom, a sitcom and get a mindset. Mm, yeah, that's so good because it's such a part of your fiber. It's become such part of who you are that you look for that. You see it. Yeah. Um, and so for the person who might be listening, who is really loving this conversation about mindset and it's resonating with them and they're maybe feeling like, ooh, that's the missing piece, mm -hmm. that piece right there. Um, what advice or suggestion would you give to them on just a simple thing that they could start doing to shift their mindset. I don't know if it's like a habit or a routine or like what, what can somebody do who wants to improve and change in that area? They'd have to be realistic about where they are first. A lot of mm. people have a hard time identifying where I am because I see myself the way I want people to see me. Mm. So, there's a facade there that we think everybody else believes that we've taken on and now we believe, and that's not current. It's not accurate. Mm. So if you can be honest about where you are, that's the first step. And every mm. day is a step. Mm. You don't go from not having it to having it. Mm. You go from not having it to realizing you need it, figure out what it is you need, then take the first step at going towards it. So it's like a daily vision. That's why we have been given brand new mercies. That's exactly why we've been given brand new mercies because the mercies we're going to need when we get to the place to where we're about to become who God made us, those are different mercies than we need in the starting gate when we're about to start this journey. The mercies that got us through yesterday are gone. Stop talking about yesterday and how successful yesterday was. Talk about it, let it go, and figure out what did that mean for tomorrow. And the more I can take myself on a forward journey, the less I will spend celebrating yesterday's victories. 
because mm. those victories were yesterday's victories. Celebrate them yesterday. Today, mm. let's take them and shoot them into tomorrow. And it's, yeah. it, it literally is a day-to-day -day journey. I love that answer. And the first thing you said was it starts with awareness. So to me, like recognize where you are. So that speaks to identity. Yeah. It speaks to kind of checking in, even if it's every day, a check in who, what's going on with me? Who am I? So I want to ask you before we go into our next break, um, let's talk about identity for a minute. And so um, in particular, you know, over the past couple of years, we've all had to navigate things that we've never had to navigate before in our lifetime, the pandemic and economic crises and political craziness and nonsense and, and just unrest. So over these past couple of years or so, how have you had to navigate? Like how how has the past couple of years and everything that we've been through changed how you see yourself and your role in the world? The pandemic was the best thing to ever happen to me. Mm. Yeah, let me just say that right off the top. Wow. Because it gave me a chance to slow down. And when I slowed down, that's when I opened my eyes and spent some time with me. Because of what I do for a living, and this may not be everybody's testimony, but because I am always traveling to do a concert or going to a rehearsal or making sure I'm at church for two or three services on Sunday, that began to be the motion we were always going. So I never had to think about any of the stuff that I went through on the pan during the pandemic. Not that what I went through was bad. It's just that it gave me a chance to think, I don't really have to put that much time into this thing. You know, and, and you'll find that people who were in church five, six, seven hours a day, and now they realize I could really be doing some other stuff and not be uh, taking anything away from my relationship with who God is, you know, and, and giving him the best of me. Uh, because a lot of times we get wrapped up into the action of church. Mm -hmm. And we think that that has taken us to a place in God where he is, is pleased. But the action mm -hmm. of church for two hours and then no more church for the rest of the day as it relates to your conversation with him, your, your, in, your looking inward and changing yourself to who he wants you to be, that's not doing you any good. You just, you just have mastered the look. You've, you've mastered uh, the, the sound. You've mastered the right sayings, the, the right looks, the right hand gestures. But that won't get you there. Yeah. So the, pand so the pandemic has been good for me. It's been good for me. Mm -hmm. I love that. What you just described is what what I call going from religion to relationship, because there's a whole lot of religion and structure and dotting of I's and crossing of T's and putting on of things, rituals or whatever. Um, but that intimate relationship that is transformative. Absolutely. So I'm going to put words in your mouth and say what I just heard is the pandemic was the best thing that happened to you because you had time to get quiet. And in that quietness, you discovered some things. Yeah. You had your own little transformation journey Absolutely. of sorts. Did I hear that right? Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. And this move to California came out of that, mm. you know, because 
during the pandemic, um, you know, churches were closed. Yeah. So I was in a place to where I was taping on Wednesdays for the the previous church that I used to go to. And that had become so second nature to me. And that that atmosphere had become so comfortable to me that Mm -hmm. I almost lost my um, my worth in the industry. Oh, okay. Pause, 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 because I want to drill down on that. I'm getting a note from the producer that we have to take another commercial break. And I don't want to miss a minute (laughs) of you talking about that journey. So we're going to take a quick break. Um, You guys don't go anywhere because it's just getting good. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living Inside Out Today with Joy Ross. Have a question for Joy or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now back to the show. Here again is Joy Ross. And we are back from commercial break. Welcome back, you guys. So before we went to break, we were just really having sort of a deep conversation about the fact that Lonnie said the pandemic was, quote, the best thing that ever happened to him. I know that sounds crazy, right? But you were with us um, on the other side of the break. And so you heard what he said and and it's good stuff. So Lonnie, you were saying before we broke, you were going a little deeper in explaining your personal transformation and how the church, the busyness of church because of your responsibilities as worship pastor and all of that had become a thing. Um, and you were just going to start telling us, so I want to pick up where we left off of how being in the pandemic springboarded your transition. It opened a door, the opportunity to the change that you're making now moving to the West coast. Yeah, it did because, because I was free on Sundays, 
because mm-hmm. everything was streamed. So we would tape on Wednesday nights and my Sundays were free. Mm-hmm. I started getting requests from other churches around the country to go and do praise and worship in front of a green screen that I had in my basement mm. and take that and be their service, their worship for their services. Wow. But the amount of requests that came opened my eyes to who I was in the industry or the or what I brought to the table. Because after mm-hmm. working so many years in the same house, you just kind of lose yourself because that that's what you know how to do now. But you don't think about what people are thinking about you when they see you on the stream because you know what the stream was already, so you didn't watch it. There are people around the country watching you that never would have watched if everybody was in church at the same time on Sunday mornings. They wouldn't have been able to watch because they would be able to they would be in church or watching their own church. So this thing opened up so many doors. And uh, I was about to move to Houston. And right before I signed to move to Houston, the pastor in California called me and asked me if I signed. I didn't even know him. Didn't know he knew me other than, you know, when you're when you're an artist, you know, your music goes further than where you are. But you don't mm-hmm. wake up thinking everybody knows me, you know, in, in your head. You don't think like yeah. that. <laughs> so he uh, <laughs> he really kind of pushed that offer out of the water. And um, Mm. I never would have seen myself in California. Never thought about it. Wow, that's amazing. So speaking about your role as an artist and the fact that you are well known in the in the music industry, especially in the gospel music, Christian music industry. um, What is that like to navigate Um, because I'm imagining that that could be like sort of a lot of external pressure, right? People have their opinions, their views of how you should live your life or what you should be or whatever, because you're in the public spotlight. Yeah. Um, how do you navigate that and keep your sanity and keep your personal relationship with God intact? Two words. Compassion Mm. and boundaries. Mm. Compassion and boundaries. Compassion will keep you in a place to where you want everybody to do well for themselves. You're you're open to a point to where you will help people as much as you can. Mm. Boundaries tells you where you are about to lose yourself. Mm. When to say no and to recognize and discern that if a no to somebody causes them to second guess your relationship, then that tells you who they thought you were in the first place. Mm. So boundaries really gives you a good, clear picture of who you are, who you can handle, what you will and won't take. So one of the things outside of music that I like to do is go to the gym and work out. Yeah. Whenever you see me post something at the gym, I had to learn that it is that person that is watching. It is their history that tells them what that picture is saying. Mm, Describe. What do you mean by that? It's not my responsibility. If you see a bare arm and I'm lifting and you see this muscle, 
where that mm-hmm. takes your mind has everything to do with where you're coming from. It has nothing mm-hmm. to do with what I'm trying to portray by doing this. You follow me? So while mm-hmm. I'm motivating people to stay in shape, yeah, your mind from where you come from may see that as either sexual or thirst trapping or, or whatever. And yeah. I have to come to the, to the, to the realization that you can't live based on everybody else's past. It is their past that they are looking through the lens at you with. So you can't change what you're doing because of their lens. You just have to make sure that you are not convicted by what it is you do. And if there's no conviction there, then it's okay for you to do it in your walk. Yeah, Yeah. I love that. Compassion and boundaries. Yeah, that's it. Huh. So I want to I'm going to shift around because I'm not done with your music um, journey, but you brought up fitness. And so I'm just going to ask you and then we're going to come back to your music um, life. But, yeah, you're always working out, dude. You always posting. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Um, And as a person also who values fitness and and being healthy and all that, I want to ask, like, how what prompted? Have you always worked out? Let me ask it this way. Have you always just been one of those people always in the gym? And if not, what prompted you to start the journey um, and to be as committed as you are. What prompted me was having kids mm. and wanting to be around for the longest possible time for them. Mm. Um, and then outside of that was I almost died because of um, kidney stones. Mm. Uh, so I was flying to Chicago, as a matter of fact, to do um, a concert at St. Mark over mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. And when we landed, we stopped for breakfast and I lost all control of my of my body. I was just shaking all over. And wow. my singers who happened to be with me, they called my sister and she said, take him to Christ Hospital, which was around the corner at the, t- at the time. Hmm. When we got there, the nurse said, you were about to die. I went into sepsis shock. Oh my gosh. And, and she said, if your body was not in a, in a healthy space you go to the gym I can tell that or you work out but if your body didn't have that as a covering you would have been taken out of here because during sepsis shock everything in your body rushes to that place to try and Mm. save that place which leaves everything else just open Mm. Um, and when she told me that it just kind of upped my being intentional about it and people see it and think I'm a trainer or that I'm not a trainer, and mm-hmm. you see me in the you see me in the gym, but I am not in the gym to become that. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? My mm-hmm. journey is is my journey because of what I went through and how and where I want to go. So I know I'm yeah. flying all the time. I know I'm traveling all the time. I need to have a stamina that says you can do that. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be the bodybuilder who's on the weights next to me. He yeah. has a different story. He has yeah. a different goal. All of that is his. Let mm. him be that person. You have to be your person. So I'm not a trainer. And mm-hmm. when I'm in there, I might be in there for maybe 20 minutes at a time. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But I'm motivating you 
to say that I can't just be great in this one area and yeah. expect my body to be okay with being great in that one area. Mm-hmm. Prepare your body so that that one area can be greater. I love that answer, Lonnie. I don't love, um, <clears throat> I don't love that you almost died. Yeah. Um, but I love how you described because really your motivation was to live, mm-hmm. and that to me explains why it's something that you're committed to. That's the fuel, right? Yeah, that keeps fuel. you going because your goal is not just superficial to yeah. like drop 10 pounds or look a certain way. Yeah. Um, and there's a lesson even in that, like what's what motivates us? What's the motivation behind our goals in terms yeah. of being able to do things and sustain it? Um, so I love that. So for somebody you. who's listening, be the best you. Yeah. For somebody who's listening and they're like, okay, how do I get started? That makes sense. I want to be around. I have kids and I'm trying to do things in my life, but I'm not fit. I'm not healthy. And I struggle, you know, for that person who says, yeah, I've tried, but I just, I can't make it to the gym or I can't, I go back and forth. What's one tip that you would give them? I would say do the thing that's easy for you to do first. So if it's easy for you to walk around the block, do what's easy mm. until you start seeing results from what you thought was easy mm. and then begin to build on that. Because once you see results, it has a tendency to make you want more. Mm. And when you want more, you end up doing more to get that more. You know, so mm-hmm. so there is a spiritual side to that. And there's also, like you mentioned, a physical side to that because. When you're on stage looking sloppy, people aren't hearing what you have to say. (laughs) You know, and and doing like this McDonald's tour and all of that, sometimes I get clothes sent to me uh, to be a sponsor. Mm -hmm. And in this day and time that we live now, everything is European cut. So it's always smaller than the regular black man would be. Mm -hmm. And um, so... That's part of why I stay fit, Mm -hmm. so I can keep getting these clothes and keep them. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. And you're right. It's like your body has to keep up with what you're doing. If You're trying to do a lot in the world, so your body has to be able to sustain the level of energy. Absolutely. Because, yeah, I love that. And fit into those clothes, right? right? Right. So, Lonnie, we have just a couple minutes um, left. And as usual, I didn't even get to half the things that were on my list. So I want to know for people who are listening, who are like, oh, my gosh, he's a, you know, award winning recording artist. And, you know, we're in this era of American Idol and the voice and all that where everybody wants to be a singer. Um. Did you just come out of the womb knowing how to sing or did you like have to perfect your craft? Like, how did you get into the music thing? Was it something that was always in your heart and you were like, I just have always loved singing and I knew I wanted to do that, you know, for a living. And then what would you offer to somebody who's, you know, some young person out there who wants to follow in those steps? It was not always who I was. It was okay. always who my mother and sisters were. Mm. 
Uh, so while, you know, my mom and your mom were good friends at the same church mm-hmm. and all that at Second Baptist and we would go, the only time I would ever sing is when she made me sing. <laughs> Outside of that, I didn't care anything about music. The, yeah. the turnaround for me was when she passed and I was mm. nine years old. Mm. I wanted to keep her name alive. Mm. Um, so I started, you know, doing stuff in school and that kind of stuff. So mm. the relationship with God and music and all of that came out of that. Yeah. And the more you sing, the better you get. Mm. Uh, so it's not like you come out of the womb sounding like a Kimberell. Mm-hmm. Kim Burrell didn't sound like Kim Burrell. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But the more you do it, the, the better you get. So to anybody That's listening, so good. you know, mm-hmm. if you want to be a singer, be your kind of singer first. Mm-hmm. Don't be anybody else's singer. So you're not Yolanda. You're not Lon. Mm-hmm. You're not Ricky. You're not none of those people. You're you. Mm-hmm. So just be that. And God will God will make that what it needs to be for his kingdom if you're a kingdom soldier. That is beautiful. Lonnie, there were themes. I don't know if you heard them, but there were themes in almost all of your answers that you repeated in different words over and over. And it's this process. Yeah, it's this process of start where you are and go from there and keep at it. So whether you're trying to do that in your health, whether you're trying to do that in this get it done sort of mindset journey or in a craft like singing, start where you are, keep at it. And I love, 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 love that. And can you believe that we are out of freaking time? I um, I know we're going to have to have you back. You're going on my list of guests to ask back. Hopefully you will come back. Yes. So I want to thank you for your time. Listeners, I want to thank you guys for listening and hanging with us today. And hey, we are actually video recording this. So if you're listening and you want to check out the video so you can see our facial expressions and this fantastic artwork that's behind Lonnie that I'm looking at that you guys can't see, um, we will have the video posted up on my website. Actually, the videos of all the shows are posted there. You can find them at joyross.com, J-O-I-R-O-S-S.com. And as usual, I want you guys to let me know what spoke to you today. Was there something that Lonnie shared, something that we discussed today that resonated with you, encouraged you, or caused you to think about things in a slightly different way, or maybe there was something that you wanted us to dive into and we ran out of time and didn't get an opportunity to do that. Either way, I want to hear from you. So write to us at livinginsideouttoday um, at gmail.com and let us know. And I will leave you with this final tip in closing. And you guys know that TIP is our acronym for Transformation is possible. So it is possible and it begins with making a choice to live inside out today. Until next week, love and peace. Thanks for listening to Living Inside Out Today with Joy Ross. We hope today's episode has been insightful and helped open the doors in your life to the joy, fulfillment and freedom you have been seeking. Until we talk again, have a beautiful week.